Good morning, Contrarians. Thursday morning, October 26th, 6.55 a.m. A bit of a late one here, but there is a lot going on. A lot of moving parts. The tech sector, the NASDAQ, officially entered a correction yesterday. This is defined by a drop of 10% from the peak. And then after the close, Meta initially brought some good cheer with their earnings, but then the whole thing reversed when on the conference call, they said that ad spending was likely to be lower this quarter. And as of this hour, again at 6.55, we are looking at more risk off. Stock index futures pointing to a lower open led by tech. The NASDAQ is down nine-tenths of a percent, sinking further into correction territory, but it is off of the lows of the overnight session. I woke up overnight and saw and checked, but it's also uh, off of the highs. It was, it was down just six-tenths of a percent a couple of minutes ago. S&P 500 futures are down six-tenths of one percent. Bonds are so far not affected by all this. They did sell yesterday, but this morning they are unchanged. The 10-year yield is 4.96, the two-year 5.13. Commodities are mixed. Crude oil, WTI crude is down 1.5% this morning to trade around $84 a barrel. And copper is up about a half of 1%. Cryptos are not doing anything for a change. Bitcoin is sitting on 34400 So it's a big day of earnings. And these are coming out fast and furious already. United Parcel Service, UPS, they reported mixed earnings and appear to have lowered guidance, quote, to reflect global macroeconomic uncertainty. Remember we spoke about this yesterday, how companies so far had been slow to blame the economy on any uh, missed guidance, lowered guidance or anything like that. Well, UPS just did. Well, they didn't say a slowing economy. They said global macroeconomic uncertainty, which is vague enough. Hershey beat on top and bottom line and reaffirmed its outlook. Northrop Grumman NOC beat on top and bottom line and actually raised its sales outlook, which makes sense seeing how they are a defense contractor. But then Southwest Airlines missed on top and bottom line estimates. I didn't see anything about guidance. I don't know if they provide any. We're waiting to hear from Altria, MO, Royal Caribbean, RCL, MasterCard, MA, Hasbro, Hertz, and many others out before the open. Too many to list. It's a very busy day of earnings. And then after the close, Amazon, AMZN, they report that is the next tech stalwart. We also have Intel, Chipotle, and Ford after the close. Economic data, a bunch of this too. The European Central Bank, they decide on interest rates at 815. ECB is expected to keep the key rate at 4.5%. This is mostly just the domain of currency traders. However, however, if the ECB decides to tighten unexpectedly, or maybe even if they provide enough rhetoric, enough hawkish rhetoric, then it could lead to concerns that the Fed will have to follow suit, and that will be bad for treasuries and bad for stocks. So keep an eye on that. 
8.15. Then we get our first look at third quarter GDP. That is at 8.30. The expectation here is for 4.3% growth in the U.S. That's a lot. And that follows 2.1% last quarter. And there's a price component in here as well, which is kind of a gauge of inflation. I'm not going to give you all the numbers. They're in the show notes. Just when it comes to GDP, friendly reminder that this is a trailing indicator capturing a three-month period that has already passed. So as such, its bearing on future economic performance is questionable, although if it comes in at 4.3%, it might be hard to slow that momentum. You can't just, well, I was going to say you can't just stop an economy, but COVID did exactly that. So, but anyway, barring a pandemic, it's hard to stop an economy on a dime. Or maybe any time of calamities, geopolitical stuff could obviously do it. Anyway, other stuff here, durable goods orders out at 8.30. And then we get initial jobless claims also at 8.30. And finally, pending home sales at 10. The numbers for those are in the show notes. I'm not going to bore you with them. You can check them if you are so obliged. Yeah, this is Highway to Hell. I figured this was appropriate, given uh, what we're seeing here. I mean, the question is, if tech, well, what to make of this whole tech sell-off, I guess. And with Meta yesterday, everything was moving along nicely until the CFO said that ad sales were going to be soft. And that data point led to the massive reversal. Now, it didn't help that Snap reported similar ad sales stuff earlier in the week. And seeing how you have Twitter or X or whatever it's called losing advertisers reportedly. They're no longer public, so but there are some reports. I've linked you to one. And, and with that happening, it all kind of points to a broader slowdown in ad spending, at least for social media, which is a big portion of the ad budget these days just because it can't all be going to tiktok and from what i can tell there aren't any other social media outlets really these days are there i can't think of any i mean instagram's owned by facebook uh you know snapchat twitter linkedin i don't know who spends money on linkedin anyway but that there's that and Stock markets are forward-looking indicators, as we all know. And so investors are looking for any clues here that the economy is slowing. And a drop in ad spending would certainly be one such indicator. This would lead to layoffs in marketing staffs, layoffs on Madison Avenue, and that would take a toll on the services sector. And from there, it could spread elsewhere. So ad spending is often seen as a, as a forward-looking, as a leading indicator. But, I mean, how big of an ad slowdown is this? I don't know. These are all questions. And there are no clues yet of broader job losses. If you look at the data, initial jobless claims are still very low. And by all counts, the labor market is really at full employment, just about. Or maybe it is, depending on who you ask. And so maybe that's why this is mostly isolated to tech so far. 
and it's not really spread anywhere else. In fact, some of the value stocks were have done quite well, including some of the ones that I bought at the dip, Dollar General being one. They they were up yesterday. But anyway, this this whole thing could reverse because selling begets selling, fear begets fear, and it becomes a whole snowball effect, right? Now, could this be a buying opportunity for tech? Hard to justify it from where I'm sitting just because most of this, I mean, it's already run up a whole bunch this year and the whole thing moves on momentum more than fundamentals. So, but if you have reason to believe that this is just, this is all overdone and you could certainly have reasons, I'd love to hear them. Um, There's probably a lot, but if that's your view, then maybe it's worth doing. I don't know. Not investment advice. But after all, this is just just a correction. And apparently these are normal, even healthy, or so the argument goes. And that's what I got for you today. A lot going on. We'll have to see what the GDP does and what initial jobless claims do. And more importantly, probably earnings. We said yesterday that earnings have become the main driver. That remains the case at least until tomorrow when we get the PCE deflator and focus shifts back to the Fed. And then next week, we have the Fed meeting. So, a whole bunch of stuff. Let's not get ahead of ourselves, though. It's still mostly about tech. Maybe Amazon will save us. We'll see. That's all I got for today. I'll be back here again tomorrow. Speak then. Bye.